1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: I think that's something probably a lot of young Australians can resonate with um, and find challenging, um, so especially during COVID with all the, um, I guess, there's a lot of cash-rich people buying properties and I guess, a few, few options out there.
1: This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Torrance Shum and in this episode, we're speaking with co-founder of JD Capital, Danica Zhang. Also a dentist in the defense force, she's passionate about helping people but less passionate about working 13-hour workdays. However, thanks to a purchase she made at the peak of COVID-19, grueling workdays are sure to be a part of her past sooner rather than later. Zhang is passionate about helping others through any way she can. As a military dentist, she's constantly achieving her goal by improving people's confidence and smiles. Now, as co-founder of JD Capital, she also brings smiles to faces by offering full service property support with her partner in both life and business.
0: I'm a full-time dentist in the ADF currently posted to Larrakia Defense Precinct in Darwin. Um, I don't know, that much of an interesting career. I was born in New Zealand, I came to Australia when I was five and pretty much grew up in Sydney um, before posting all over Australia for work. Um, And then I co-founded JD Capital um, in early 2021 with Jai Um, and now we're here, yeah.
1: A typical day for saying starts out like many others do before veering in a different direction and ending in a delicious food bliss.
0: I usually do a workout in the morning and then during the day I'm looking at teeth and then actioning a lot of emails um, and I usually finish the day off with eating a big bowl of noodles. So it's a childhood comfort food that my parents used to make for me all the time. So, now that I'm away a lot, um, I guess it's just those little things that are nostalgic and keep you feeling warm, yeah.
1: Oh, that's nice. And I guess you're, you're living at the moment um, up in the Northern Territory at the moment. What's the weather like up there?
0: Very warm. Um, It definitely takes a week or two to get acclimatized to the humidity. But the good thing is you'll never need moisturizer when you're up there. Your your skin's always looking great.
1: Having spent most of her life in Sydney, she found there was more to get used to in the Northern Territory than just the weather.
0: I think it's just a completely different pace of life. Um, Probably because there's a lot less people, everyone just has a lot more space. So they're a lot more patient and just everything feels a little bit calmer um i guess everybody has the time to or maybe they're just they're happy to take time out of their day to just have a chat with you and they're super friendly Um, there's definitely no traffic jams no road rage unlike in sydney Um, so it's a gorgeous place to be and i definitely would recommend everyone making a visit at some point especially with lockdown and everything since it's so hard to go overseas right now definitely check out Darwin and our crocodiles.
1: Although she's a sydney cider through and through, Zang was born overseas before coming to Australia at a young age. From there, she's never stayed put in one place for long and that's just how she likes it.
0: I was born in New Zealand and I moved to Sydney when I was about five um, so I pretty much did high school in Sydney and then I did my bachelor's degree at the University of Queensland um, and then I posted back to Sydney for my first posting and then I posted to WA and then now I'm in Darwin. So, I've been um, a bit all around Australia um, but yeah, it's, it's been nice I've been really grateful that I can travel for work.
1: While continually moving can be stressful for some, Zhang loved the thrill and excitement each change of scenery brought. In fact, she was so fond of it as a child that she continues the tradition now as an adult.
0: Because when you're little, you only have your own experiences to compare to so I thought it was a very, I guess, normal thing for us to like move around a lot. Um, I didn't realize that you know a lot of people especially in Australia, they might have stayed in their family homes for their entire childhood lives Um, whereas ever since I was little, I've moved so many times. into the tens of digits now um yeah so yeah i guess i just thought it was normal it's always really like exciting going to a new place um and exploring a new area um and i guess the culture is a little bit different especially in Australia, um in sydney in particular where you have so many different i guess um ethnic um concentrations in different areas of sydney um so getting to experience a little bit of that every time we move somewhere different so um Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it and um, I guess that's probably why my current career path also suits me really well, getting to move to different places and um, explore new regions all the time.
1: So, what was the reason why you moved around? Was it because parents were, were actually traveling for their job or was it something else?
0: so I guess a bit about um, my background, it's just the typical migrant story. So my parents came to Australia with very little. Um, and so every time we moved, it was because they were trying to get us into, I guess, better school districts so that me and my brother could have, um, I guess, all the opportunities um, available to us. Yes, yeah, so that's how we moved around a lot. <laughs> We first lived in Auburn. It was this tiny two-bedroom unit um, on Dartbrook Road. Um, So it was just very ethnically diverse there, lots of migrants. um, And yeah, so we started off um, I guess very, very humble and so it was great to see my parents. Um, I guess I got to witness them work very, very hard um, for a lot of their, um, I guess for a lot of my childhood to give me me and my brother, the opportunities that we had. So, stayed in Auburn for about a year and a bit before we moved to Parramatta, um, and then we moved around within Parramatta a little bit um, before we moved to Carlingford. In oh, it'd probably be maybe like another two, a year or two later, we moved to Carlingford, um, and then I think. We moved back to West Penn Hills afterwards and then back to Carlingford um, and then back to a different place in Carlingford and now that's where my parents have decided to settle um, in Carlingford.
1: At those times, were, were your parents buying the properties or renting those properties when they moved to those locations?
0: Initially, it was a lot of renting um, and then as I guess my parents um, I guess settled down a little bit more, we started purchasing um, homes and then they would just sell their own home and then because... A year or two would have passed, so it would have had increased in equity. They would have normally made a small profit, and that kind of helped them get into their next home, which was, I guess, a little bit bigger, um, a little bit more spacious for me and my brother.
1: Mm, that's great, so at a very young age, I guess you, you got to experience what it's like to live in different places, so um hence I guess you've kind of got a bit of knowledge back in property in that sense, um being both from the tenant side and both from you know the ownership side with your parents.
0: Yes, definitely, yeah.
1: Her mother works as an accountant nowadays, and while she didn't while Zhang was growing up, she definitely held a full time management role of all sorts.
0: When I was still young, my mum was uh, full time um at home mom um, and it wasn't until we started going to high school that she started to work um, part-time um, whereas my dad was always full-time working um, so he's an electrician, a sparky um, and yeah, so he, he worked really, really hard.
1: Although her parents climbed their way onto the property ladder during her childhood, Zhang's passion for property grew from the ground while she was digging for treasure
0: i think growing up um i guess i guess my first ever memory of money was um when we when i was still living in Auburn, i was like playing in the dirt outside and i found this two dollar coin um and then at the end of the day i went home to tell my mom i would found this gold coin and she grabbed a torchlight and bolted out of the house to try and find this two dollar coin in the dirt um and it was because back then um two dollars could buy you a whole box of apples um and so i think as a little girl that was the first time i realized what a important resource money could be um and then so growing up um i guess from maybe it's more um i guess asian perspective that to have like to earn good money we need to study hard so we can get uh, into good schools and then get good jobs, um, and then that's where the income comes from. Um, but then I guess myself, as I got older and I started working full time, you realise, oh, it's not as um, not as easy to grow your wealth this way. I mean, saving your way to wealth—that's definitely one way to do it, but it's going to take a really long, long time.
1: It turned out that a really long time meant working thirteen-hour days, which wasn't in Zhang's plans. Using that day as a motivator, she began to look into ways to make her money work for her.
0: Yes, I, I knew I definitely wanted to look into investing. Um, but I guess because growing up, I'd always been taught to just save your money. Um, I didn't know that much about investing and I didn't really know where to start. Um, so, in the beginning, um, I guess there's so much information online and in the web on the web that it was really, really overwhelming. Um, and I guess I just had a lot of friends who had started investing in shares. So I just seemed like, um, I guess an, um, maybe an easy option to step into. Um, instead, so I didn't even know which shares I was buying. I was just like randomly buying this and this because people had said that those were good shares to buy. Um, and then it was around this time that I had met Jai. Um, and he was telling me about his property portfolio and it, he just really inspired me um, to want to do something like that for myself and so he became kind of my unofficial mentor and really helped me grow my portfolio um, and so I'm really, really grateful
1: to have met him. She met Jai Kaya on a dating app in 2020 and he couldn't have come along at a better time.
0: Um, Jai and I met on a dating app you might have heard of it um yeah and I was kind of at the stage where I was about to give up on the male species and just kind of focus on my career um and I guess yeah Evan I was the last person that I said I was going to meet up with and um we just really hit it off um I guess lots of our values aligned um and we just shared similar passions and so yeah that's the rest is history
1: Coming up. After the break, we hear about what her early jobs and possible career options were.
0: When I finished high school, um, I guess as a young child, you still you don't not I guess majority of young children at that age don't necessarily know what they want to commit themselves yet to for the rest of their lives. So that's included myself definitely.
1: While the Australian dream seems to be slipping out of many people's hands, especially for young people.
0: I think part of the Australian dream is everyone wants to own their own home at some point in their lives. Um, But just the property prices, especially in Sydney, uh, um, it's very difficult for a lot of, I think, people my age to have saved up um, sufficient deposit to buy, I guess, a property that they really want to live in.
1: She shares her advice for current and future university students.
0: I think definitely important to know what kind of um, I guess what entitlements you have when you are studying interstate.
1: And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Five months later, the development was refinanced and we received our funds back with interest. Yes, there are amazing opportunities in the property market like this one. So do you want to get a better return with lower risk on your money? Then register your interest by visiting propertyinvestory.com. To get a sense of just how much sang has completed at such a young age. She lets us in on the when and where of her education journey.
0: I went to North Sydney Girls High School, um, that's in Crow's Nest from 2007 to 2012. Um, And then I did, uh, actually I started a year of um, medical radiation sciences at the University of Sydney um, before I changed to dentistry at the University of Queensland and then straight into dentistry for five years um, and then I graduated in 2018. Um, with an honours class one, And I'm thinking of starting a master's um, next year um, at the University of Sydney and just further dental studies. Um, yeah, so that's my rough education background. I also recently um, got my certificate four in finance and mortgage broking um, earlier this year. So I guess that's overall summation of my education.
1: She's certainly always been ambitious and a dedicated student. But that doesn't mean she always knew exactly what she wanted to do. Initially, she thought she found the right path until she discovered it didn't fulfill her the way she had hoped.
0: When I finished high school, um, I guess as a young child, you, start, you don't, not I guess majority of young children at that age don't necessarily know what they want to commit themselves yet to for the rest of their lives so that's included myself definitely. I knew I wanted to work in health because I wanted to help people but I didn't necessarily want to be a doctor. And so I hadn't sat any of the, um, usually to study medicine, you have to sit a prerequisite exam um, called the UMAT. So I hadn't sat any of those exams. Um, And then medical radiation sciences. So what that involves is just like taking x-rays, MRI, CT scans. Um, So I thought that might be like a worthwhile thing to start doing. But um, I guess when I started learning about it, Um, I guess I realized there was just very limited um, patient interaction. You would kind of just greet patients, hi, get naked, let me position you this way, click the button, and then bye. Um, And so there wasn't a lot of, uh, I guess, I know radiographers have a really important, I guess, diagnostic role in what they do. um, But it just, um, I guess, I didn't have much job satisfaction from it. So um, I had a friend who was doing dentistry in Queensland, And he said, Danica, it's great, you should sign up for it. And I applied and luckily I was able to get in. Um, And yeah, the five years of dental school is really great. I have to admit when I first started it, um, it was because I knew it was quite a financially stable job, I guess, as a dentist. Um, It wasn't really until probably my third year of university that I had this patient who, he was only in his twenties, but I had to take out almost all his teeth because um, it was just, they just could not be saved. There was decay everywhere. Um, and when I gave him his dentures, um, he he cried um, because he felt like he could, he finally had the confidence to smile again, to go and get job interviews. Um, and so that particular patient really touched me and I guess made me really realize on another level how your oral health affects your quality of life. Um, and just, made me really passionate about dentistry.
1: Knowing she wanted to work in health was one thing but the desire to help people in general has always been the goal underpinning her every move.
0: It's kind of where JD Capital steps in a little bit as well Um, because I guess when I first started investing, I just, it was just so daunting not knowing um, I guess who the right people to talk to, what the right information to trust was Um, and so I guess Jay and I really wanted to create this space where people could I guess really access transparent information and be more informed about their decisions um, money-wise and so yeah, it's been really rewarding this journey, yeah.
1: During university, she signed up to the Defence Undergraduate Sponsorship Scheme and gained sponsorship for the entirety of her degree. Thanks to this, she was able to walk out of university and straight into a job in her field. However, that's not to say she didn't pay her dues earlier in her working life.
0: But during uni, I definitely did work. I had a casual job. My first ever job was selling um, show bags at the Royal Easter show. Um, I did some clerical stuff for Harvey Norman where my mom worked. Um, I used to work at Woolies and I restocked the shelves. Um, and I was also used to work at Ticketek selling tickets to the Suncorp stadium games so um, I guess ever since I was like young, you, I've always known that you had to work to, to earn money um, and so as I got older and started learning more about investing and realizing how there's other ways to accelerate your wealth, um, I guess yeah, it was really eye-opening.
1: It was during her first year of full-time work when she realized earning a living requires a lot of effort and sought to find a way to fast track her journey to wealth.
0: Because I was working, um, I guess, not your typical nine to five hours, uh, around seven to three, seven to four. Um, But yeah, Monday to Friday, and then you just come home and you kind of just ask yourself, oh, what's next? Um, And I know, I think part of the Australian dream is everyone wants to own their own home at some point in their lives. Um, But just the property prices, especially in Sydney, are... um, it's very difficult for a lot of, I think, people my age to have saved up um, sufficient deposit to buy, their, I guess, a property that they really want to live in um, straight off the bat without further support from parents or, or elsewhere. So um, I guess that's when I realised, oh, gosh, I have to do something different. I can't just wait paycheck and buy paycheck to save for this deposit. Um, because by the time you've saved for it, house prices would have increased and you'd just be forever stuck in this loop of trying to save for something that you're not going to get to in time. Um, and I think that's something probably a lot of young Australians can resonate with um, and find challenging. Um, especially during COVID with all the, um, I guess there's a lot of cash rich people buying properties and I guess a few, few options out there.
1: When it comes to her investment journey, her first experience was enough to throw anybody off track. However, she refused to let that experience deter her from her dreams.
0: My parents were trying to set set me up with their mortgage broker. Um, who um, I guess was more of a transactional mortgage broker so she'd send me emails and just ask me like oh did I want an interest only or a variable option and things like that but um, she didn't I guess take the time to explain what any of those concepts meant and I had no idea like what was more suitable for my goals or anything like that. Oh she didn't even ask me what my goals were Um, so it was just I guess. Um, I guess just that experience was very um, alien to me, and um, so I didn't end up going down that path with her. And then it was when I met Jai, and at the stage, he was a, not yet a mortgage broker, uh, but he did have already a couple of properties. So he kind of just slowly talked me through the process, and um, I guess had the patience to explain to me what everything meant. And then I guess I did my, some of my own research on the side, um and my very first property was actually uh, i've been very lucky with my property journey that most of my properties have um i guess have just been fallen into my lap um in some ways so this property was actually a property that one of jai's good friends um offered to jai but jai at the time um um didn't, wasn't ready to buy it just yet so he offered it to me and it was just yeah a perfect property to start off with. Um, I bought it for at the peak of COVID. So, I think at that time, the market was a lot of people were a bit scared of what was going to happen with COVID and all the uncertainty that it brought. So, um, you can have a lot of good deals at the time and I was really lucky to have purchased. um, So, it was a three-bedroom property in Crestman, Queensland for only $259,000. So um, this is probably the same price that these houses were selling for around maybe eight years ago. So um, it was a really good deal. Um, and I guess starting off, um, I also personally didn't want to invest all my money into something that I was, was still quite unfamiliar to me, property. Um, so I think just because it was at a low price point, I was really, I guess, confident that um, even if it were to be, like, not the best decision, at least I haven't, I guess, the lost opportunity hasn't been that great and it'd still be a great learning experience for me overall. Um, Yeah, and then after buying the first property and you just, um, I guess, go through the process, um, I guess, in terms of theory, you can read as much as you want to online and stuff, but until you actually do it, do you really realise and... um, I guess understand all the different facets that's involved with purchasing a property. Um, Yeah, so that was a great experience and then from there, I've just been really eager to go and grow my portfolio and buy more.
1: While the first property is usually the hardest for anybody to buy, Zhang had an easy experience than most thanks to the values her parents instilled in her growing up
0: coming from a household where um saving was quite an important mentality i'd always managed my funds quite well and because i'd studied um at the university of queensland so i moved out of home essentially when i was 19 um so i'd managed my own finances um ever since moving out of home so um i guess i'd set up some good money habits um and had enough funds um ready for for the purchase
1: She took the chance to explore all the opportunities available to her at an age where many of her peers were still living at home. She uses her experience to offer advice to those coming up behind her.
0: Definitely important to know what kind of, um, I guess, what entitlements you have when you are studying interstate, I think government provides a lot of support. Um, and if you're able to work casual jobs that can also supplement income and like i was saying earlier because i was sponsored by the defense force i also had a salary while i was studying for towards the end of my studies yeah so i think um i guess just knowing what opportunities are out there and trying to take full advantage of them um really helped with the financial side of things um but in terms of i guess the personal side Um, I guess you're at that stage in your life where you're wanting to learn how to be an independent human. And um, I guess just lots of experiences and lots of maturation happens when you get to, I guess, live outside of home um, and kind of create your own own rules and guidelines for how you want to live your life. At that stage, I hadn't actually started investing yet, which in hindsight, I regret. So for all the young ones out there, invest (laughs) as early as you can. (laughs) There's never a better time. Yeah, so at that time, all I knew was kind of just saving money. Um, So I hadn't started investing then. Um, But I did have people tell me, oh, like you've got all this cash saved up, you should go buy shares and things like that. But um, because I guess what you don't understand, you tend to be afraid of. And so I didn't have a lot of courage back then to start investing because I really just didn't understand enough. And also, my priorities were a little bit different at that stage in my life. My first priority was just to finish my degree and um to study well so um I guess the money side of things kind of took a back burner so it wasn't until I yeah I started working full-time back in Sydney um in 2019 that I started to think more about investing and in 2021 i purchased the property yes
1: story continues in the next episode of Property Investory. We find out why you should avoid buying into FOMO but it's not always the end of the world if you do.
0: There was a little bit of that FOMO element where like oh, everybody else is doing this so this is something that I should be doing as well.
1: Her aha moment that has its peaks and valleys.
0: I th- I think Dunning-Kruger effect probably comes into play here.
1: She doles out advice that anybody in every way should take note of.
0: I think just being flexible with yourself and being kind to yourself and understanding that um, I guess not everybody needs to go buy 10 properties.
1: And that's next time on Property Investory. If you love the show, perhaps you're now ready to invest your money in a low-risk, high-return deal. If you are, then SMS me your name and email address on 0499881040 to become a lender. There are amazing opportunities in the property market right now and I'm looking for lenders who want to invest their money for as short as 6 months. What are you waiting for? Don't let your money just sit in the bank. To register your interest, text me your name and email address on 0499881040.